Good afternoon, friends and traders. Welcome to the Limit Up Podcast. I'm Dan Hodgman. I'm Jack Pelzer. Jack, how you doing today? Doing great if you're long. Holy heck, man. This is uh, a day. We'll get to that. Yeah, I think we will. Um, what a day it is. Uh, also, in my opinion, one of the best days of the year, November 10th, Marine Corps birthday. Um, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a big thing for you, Dan. For a second there, I thought you were going to say it's the anniversary of the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, which I was like, shouldn't be celebrating that. But Marine I'm Corps birthday is my good. birthday. Yeah. My birthday celebration. Um, so I'm pretty pumped about that. We got Veterans Day tomorrow. We got stock markets ripping higher. Normally, I don't, uh, you know, talk about uh, big winners on, you know, the podcast, but I got to give a shout out to uh, gentlemen out of Texas. Kyoshi is up $21,000 today. Little over. Huge PL. That is and, huge. Uh, how many one trade? How many three contracts? Lot. Three lots. Yeah, you don't need a lot. Took, took a trade well before the number, um, was in the trade prior to number, found support, you know, at settlement price, and that market rallied higher, and uh, it's a great, great opportunity for him. So that's exciting to see. Always fun um, seeing a $20,000 day, day up on the board. Oh, definitely. Yeah, this was a just face-ripping squeeze. It was finally the number that we were waiting for in the CPI. I've been waiting for that number for a long time so we've seen man the bonds today we're seeing yields getting crushed somewhat the two-year was one of the biggest moves i've seen huge moves there but you know it's interesting jack the number seven percent seven point seven percent year over year like that's that's we're still pretty high so i'm still kind of impressed to see these the face rip rally here Agreed. Uh, but obviously, we're starting to see change. We're against. There's a few things in that. We can even get into this a little bit before the market update for today because it honestly all ties in. The two things is are that one, we're going against a higher baseline. So in the coming months, the uh, you kind of got to look at the month over month inflation, right? Because when we get to a year since this really started taking off, say when we get to February or something like that it's going to it's going to fall likely and two it's if you look at a uh, graph you can see this very sharp peak if you're going back and the idea is that between this supply chain sort of healing itself and these interest rate hikes have clearly done what they said stuff like the OER ratings which is uh, about rent and housing and stuff that's a lagging thing but every indication is that that's going down a bit too so i think that it's sort of a collective sigh of relief and a huge short squeeze no doubt i mean like would you have a move of this magnitude considering all the put options and everything else out there there's a lot of pressure to hedge here so i think so i mean you know at the end of the day we saw big moves um and i think the best part about trading is just because you have a notion or an idea of what a number is going to lead to or what that number in the number alone might tell us there's a lot more factors involved to determine market direction. And that's why trading around these numbers, you have to be as cautious as possible. And again, obviously, you know, you can catch the move and that's phenomenal. If you're in that trade ahead of time and you've got your, your, your risk put on and you're controlled and you're managing it in a proper fashion, by all means. Um, but to get in here and say, just because you, you see one thing, you think the market's going to do 
one specific thing fundamentally there are so many more factors involved to determine that direction after a move like this today off the let me see i'm going back to the chart here you know off the number we go in the es well more than 100 points uh that's not and you guys probably know this out there but that's not the kind of move that you want to fade on a day time frame uh, just because we were talking about when you, people get squeezed like this, um, I think you at least got to wait for tomorrow or something like that. But this was an impressive move all around. Right. I mean, S&P is up 200 points from settlement price. Um, huge, huge move there. Now let's, um, you know, Jack, we can talk about these markets. Uh, but basically all I can say is crude oil uh, struggled to accept inside yesterday's value area. Um, traded a little higher, but struggled to accept inside value, attempted all day long. And then every other market post number rallied. How about that? NASDAQ, I mean, that hits the markets. NASDAQ up more than 800 points. NASDAQ up 7.5%. So we're looking at an upward move that would be a circuit breaker to the downside. So that's something. <laughs> it's funny you say that. I was watching my quote board earlier, and I was like, "Oh shoot! Oh wait, we're it's green. It's not red. I have not seen this in a very long time." Um, yeah, this is huge. Dow was up eleven hundred. Um, you know, and again, we still have inflation. So as you know, anyone out there, don't think like everything changed. It's still up, um, but we're starting to see some better, um, better indication, and obviously. Maybe the rate hikes are finally, you know, taking an effect here. It's going to lower home values. Um, I'm still waiting for gas prices to come on down, though. Yeah. Well, those are a little locked for a number of reasons, right? Obviously, the geopolitical stuff. There's just a sort of, it just comes down to supply and demand there. But you'll notice they didn't obviously take off today just because. Not at all. I mean, if we had. I, you know, I'm not going to go down that route. Uh, it gets it turns to some political talk that I don't really care to get into. Um, everyone has their own opinions, but you know what? We're starting to see a decline, and that's that's a good thing. Yeah, we'll get to a little bit of that because really, there's nothing else to talk about today. That's kind of our topic is CPI, and then a little bit of midterm stuff. Um, and now we're kind of in a technical range where until unemployment, we well, also have. Uh, to talk about that uh, Meta company once again, I, I was reading about them last night. Oh yeah, the layoffs. Did you hear what happened? The layoffs. Yeah, eleven thousand. Eleven thousand employees from Meta. Eleven thousand from Meta, thirty-seven hundred from Twitter. There's a you know it's a very resilient jobs economy overall, but maybe the one place are these high-end destination tech companies that kind of for years their badge of honor was we're hiring the three nine engineering students and the more more you had the better you were maybe and we not had the case launch budgets and all the food and drink and snacks and sleeping pods you could ever imagine could be good for the you know the economy it's tough if you're not one of those companies i mean we know this it's tough to hire computer engineers because they're in such demand so mm-hmm. maybe this could be good for the non-fang companies you know like top stuff maybe yeah. maybe we can get the uh get someone from facebook to help us maybe not from facebook <laughs> <laughs> meta jack it's meta. meta meta but yeah there's i mean that's an interesting topic we talked about them last week and you know we were wondering how they're still moving um we can also talk about this ftx situation oh yeah there's so much going on right now (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> yeah, when you were, oh, we don't have much more to talk. I mean, I, I could just start listing it off. I mean, what's his face at FTX? Prior to yesterday, was worth sixteen billion dollars and uh, lost ninety four percent of his wealth. Yeah, and that's before lawsuits come. So Sam uh, Bankman Freed. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're having a bad week, promise you he's having a worse one. But also, I think that this kind of foretells a pretty extended. I'm not saying crypto won't be a, a good asset. Remember, I'm agnostic on it. But I think it's going to be tough sledding for a number of years or something like this because it really demonstrates. I mean, FTX was a company that had Super Bowl ads with Larry David. Um, it, this isn't one of those crazy fly-by-night Twitter scams. And if something like that can collapse so quickly based on you know, really some bad practices on their part, but basically uh, a competitor uh, just bluffing them into bankruptcy by saying, I don't trust it, and starting a crypto bank run on them. It's wild. It's insane. I mean, so that's just... it. I think the interesting thing here is like there is still, and I don't mean it to just one specific thing in crypto, but like crypto still, there's a lot out there um, that you got to be extra cautious in. I mean, and, you know, we talk about these markets. Obviously, CME is a very um, reputable, trustworthy exchange, uh, but they've worked, it's been around for a very long time. Other These other types of exchanges out there that are relatively new um, in their creation, it's those are the areas that, yeah, they may look great and there may be some great opportunity out there. You just got to be patient and be cautious with how you're getting in. You know, I've been reading some other articles, um, you know, about a lot of this, and there's some really interesting uh, commentary out around uh, what's going on. But crypto is just, for me, too volatile right now to trade a leveraged product like futures or, you know, anything else. It can't operate like, as we've seen time and time again, all the places that got crushed are doing bank, traditional bank-like things with crypto assets as collateral and i just don't think you can do that right now just it's wild yeah and i think cryptos it's a different world i I think you're spot on i mean obviously to come in and trade the futures bitcoin not even the mic but not the micro but the standard bitcoin there's i think it's five uh, it's considered five Bitcoin. I mean, there's a and there's a lot of movement in that product. There's a lot of costs involved. I don't think it's tradable just yet. I think uh, to me, I look at Bitcoin as probably a buy and hold sort of uh, product where you're going to buy it, you're going to hold on to it, and if you see some decent profits, you have a plan to get out. I don't think it's uh, a retirement fund, and maybe some look at it that way. Um, I just haven't seen that because it's such a young my freaking dog just keeps like pushing up on my feet here. I've lost track. Uh, but I don't, we haven't seen, you know, what the future of Bitcoin can be. You look at something like the S&P 500, you know, it's lifespan on this product and how long it's been around and how stable it is in a sense. Obviously you got days like today where you see 7% moves. It's a little different. Um, but nonetheless, there's still, um, you know, history within this product where some of these cryptos don't have that history the s&p is diversified too by definition and one of the reasons the s&p has such great returns over the long term is because companies don't fail from it because you get removed 
uh, companies that are struggling that drop below you know a certain market cap are removed and replaced by others with bitcoin to hold like something like that it's it's much less diversified obviously i mean even if you are in bitcoin and ethereum or something uh there's just two things that are highly correlated and also it's not great that bitcoin has so underperformed in like the most inflationary environment of the last 40 years i thought that was the point excuse me it's okay ah get that out before we do the marine corps uh, birthday celebration after this yes excuse me oh man i don't know what the heck just happened um i gotta maybe it's just trying to get the uh old sergeant voice out of me (laughs) nice um so you guys can hear the old sergeant voice no um i think you're spot on oh i'm sorry i'll wait a moment i don't know what just happened oh that happens sometimes i'll swallow a wrong sip of water or something i'll be coughing for 10 minutes i think that's what just happened it's being old oh going back to the well nice well gotta Whew. All right, I think I'm good. All right. I think I'm good. Sorry about that, everybody. Right on. So the other thing that happened is obviously the midterms. And from a nothing crazy happened, so I don't think it's going to affect markets that much, right? So I don't know what the next thing I'm looking at is. Probably the unemployment for uh, November between now and then. Right. I mean, I think... I think at this point we have a slow, steady run into end of year. I don't expect – I say this, um, something's going to happen, but I don't expect crazy volatility to come in in one way, shape, or form. I think um, you know we'll see a little bit more from the Fed. I think markets today may change the Fed's approach at the next uh, – in a, what is it, five weeks from now when they come out sure. with another rate hike. Um, I think we see a different – that may change. Um, which I'm anxious to see how that turns out. So that'll be the next, for me, the next big one. I'm not really on edge by about unemployment these days. Um, that number really has not uh, impacted me too much. Uh, personally, I just don't pay much attention to it like I used to. Um, you know, I'll be looking at the Fed and CPI as my uh, continued uh, major numbers to keep uh, keep track of. I think you know, for me, I'm anxious to see what happens with crude oil. Um, 93 bucks was my level. Um, 92, excuse me, was the level. If we get below, I look for breaks. Um, we got below earlier this week, and I saw the break. We saw this break down to 85 where we got today. That excites me. Uh, seeing my levels kind of come into play really nicely. We talked about 92 a month or so ago. Um, you know, those levels hold strong for me over time. So really pumped about that one. And like you said, Jack, keeping an eye on these yields. Um, big break in the, would you say, the two-year um, and all of them. In everything. You know, We're down to 3.824 for the 10-year yield. That's These are big, big opportunities for some, you know, entering into new territory, right? Let's think about it from a day trading perspective. We're entering back into different ranges that we haven't seen in a while in some of these markets. To me, that's exciting. Um, it brings new opportunity. You know, we have thinner volume at specific levels, right? When we look at levels and we're trading in very tight ranges over time, those levels, they thicken up. There's more inventory held at those levels. Once you kind of break through that, which, you know, you got that move here and Jack may win another $5 for me. Um, 40 more points. After today, we were close, like 
start of the day, we were basically dead center. Now we're almost to Jack's number up at 4,000. Uh, but we're entering into a new territory here, and we're entering into old ranges that we haven't been in a while. And so we're going to reestablish new inventories, reestablish new levels. To me, it's like getting to create a new game plan in a sense. I'm going to start doing the research now that we're in a new location. Where are the levels I'm going to be paying attention to? Because I can promise you, I did not have detailed levels with the expectation of S&Ps moving up 200 plus points here today. 215 points up from settlement price, a little bit more. Don't have detail on those levels up above. Yes, I have some ideas, but I got to do a little more research now. Yeah, besides 4,000. So we're back to where we were on uh, September 15th in the S&P 500. So we have to look at levels from around there. Uh, The previous rally got up to 43.22 before course corrected. I think what we're looking for now in economic sense are more numbers that solidify what we saw today in the CPI. And I would think that as we look at these employment things is we're in a little bit of bad is good, where I'm almost certain that a bad unemployment number at the beginning of next month is going to shoot stocks way up. Because the last remaining part, we saw goods disinflation, but the net, the last remaining part is the uh, wage growth and that aspect of it. And if we start to see the jobs go down, A, that's part of the Fed's dual mandate, price stability and employment. So they would have to start thinking about that. And also that would be a big sign that this is all working and that we're going to follow through and continue to see prices go down. Like I would not. No, I hope they do. Yeah, I don't hope I can people tell you, lose their jobs, but... I don't hope people lose their jobs, but I hope prices start going down because I can tell you, for the first time ever, I was at the grocery store and I walked out shell-shocked. On Monday night, I went to get sandwich material to make <laughs> material. lunches this week. Some salamis, some turkey, some sourdough bread, um, and I got some eggs with it, and I got some coffee beans. Nothing out of the normal, pretty standard uh, stuff to get me through lunches throughout the week. I eat out most dinners. I, I, I go out most nights um, for dinner, so I don't usually buy a ton of that. That's why I bought a bottle of wine. Okay. And it was not in a fancy bottle of wine. And I walked up to the register thinking, ah, 50, 60 bucks. Over $100. That's going to get me my lunches this week. And it was a, not like a high-end bottle of wine. I think it was like a $22 bottle of wine. Like, just something to have, um, you know, throughout the week. Yeah. I'm baffled. I definitely, everyone feels it. I, I think that's why inflation is so scary. Someone pointed out that with something like unemployment, a certain segment really feels it. Some people are worried. Some people, it doesn't really affect them. But the higher prices affect everyone. So They do. I mean, frozen pizzas, this is something my brother was explaining to me because he's a big frozen pizza guy. Um he buys Jack's pizzas, and he knows he can get – yes, Jack, your pizza. I he know. knows he can get the Jack's pizza for, I believe it was like four nineteen. Um, That's been like the price that he's paid for the last couple of years. He called me the other day and said he's paying five forty nine for Jack's pizza. Um, so he is boycotting it because it's too expensive. Yeah. Well, I pay my 10 bucks for a home run-in pizza because if I'm doing that, it might as well – I mean, Jack's Pizza, in my opinion, is not uh, not the greatest thing in the world. 
Uh, did not do uh, does not score high in the uh, the pizza world. No, it does not. So besides that, we're up around four thousand there. I'm trying to look back at my Nasdaq chart here. Nasdaq, we're through the fifty day moving average. Well through it here. So I'd also look at the uh, the two hundred day for the ES is about. Here's what we're looking at though on the Nasdaq. If you go back, okay. Um, if you look back to end of October, we're we have a little bit of work. We've got a swing. We've got you know approximately right where we're trading at right now. You have end of October there and early October there. Major rejection twice at this key, at this level. So that's what we'll have to see if the Nasdaq can accept through. And I, I'm going to watch. You know, I'm going to keep this in mind with all these markets. If Nasdaq struggles to break through and rotates lower, um, again, this is just looking at the technicals of it, looking at what's going on in the market, not the fundamentals around what's happening economically. Uh, but if Nasdaq can't really push through that 11,700, we'll call it level, it's going to have a really, really hard time. Um, we need to see it accept above and trade above uh, for potential directional move to the upside because then we then hit the next wall right at 12,000, which has both been support and resistance. Uh, so we have another number of key levels that this market, this NASDAQ really got to work through to uh, continue in directional move to the upside if it wants to go make new highs again. That's a good point. It's been rejected there twice at 11,700, and that's about, mm -hmm. we're getting close to that now. I want to see tomorrow, I'm, this is all I want to see tomorrow, does the NASDAQ hold the 50-day moving average there, which is at 11,500 uh, or thereabouts, because... If that acts as that's been kind of uh, resistance as well, at least on the last little rally there, I think that that would be kind of bullish going into the weekend. But again, we could see I'd, a big sell off tomorrow as you could. I do have this, you know, I do have my standard after big moves like this. I expect hangovers from the market. Um, so we'll see if these uh, what happens tomorrow, maybe quiet days or, you know, you may have a lot of short time traders getting in on this move. And uh, we'll have to take a look at what the delta is tomorrow um, and uh, not delta, excuse me, um, open interest is tomorrow to determine if this is, you know, longer time frame buyers, um, you know, position movers or if we're seeing uh, just a bunch of new positions open up and potentially take some profits out tomorrow. So we'll have to see. Good stuff. I think you got a lot of people that are long this move that are short time frame traders um, that see the market continuing up to highs. They're going to hold it through the close and watch it overnight until uh, if, and I, I won't say until, if this thing starts to rotate lower. Good point. Well, Dan, before you get over to our, uh, as we said, Marine Corps birthday celebration we're doing, uh, first, just want to remind everyone to check out next week on Wednesday, 1230 on the YouTube channel. We have Jared Tendler, who's... Uh, been a mindset coach for traders, PGA golfers, professional video game players. He's great. Dan and I have interviewed him before. Really nice guy with a ton of experience. Is going to be taking a QA at 1230 on the Top Step YouTube channel. That's Central Time. So come check it out. Bring your questions. And besides that, Dan, any uh, thoughts on the Marine Corps birthday before we leave? Not at all, uh, but if you are a Marine out there, happy birthday. Get out and celebrate it. And then to all our veterans out there, happy Veterans Day. That one's going to be tomorrow. Um, as they say, the 11th month, uh, the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. Um, 
That's why we celebrate uh, November 11th. The end uh, of Veterans World War One. Yeah, Armistice World Day. World War One Armistice Day. So hopefully, won't hold out hope, but hopefully around the world, maybe we'll get something done there at some point. Not holding right. my breath, but stay safe, everyone. Have a nice Friday. Enjoy the last breaths of nice weather if you're in the Midwest. We'll see you next week. It's like 70 and sunny here. 70 right and now. Sunday. I want to I want to be golfing, but it's going to be dark in 20 minutes. So <laughs> anyway, that's just my problem. Go out there, stay safe. Namaste and trade well. The Limit Up Podcast is a presentation of Top Step. Check us out at topstep.com to learn more about our futures trading combine and how you can become a funded trader. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.